0: Inside Sources. Inside, Inside sources. sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's Home for Elevated Conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.
1: Well, many have been focused on the headlines of late, uh, talking about whether or not we should have conversations about Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and a host of other things that are destined to run out of money before too long. It's very easy to make these political games and political arguments uh, that serve political parties really well and raise a lot of campaign cash. Uh, It seems that actually touching the entitlement or exploring ways to make it solvent or secure uh, are getting harder because fewer and fewer are willing to do the hard work and heavy lifting that's required. Uh, but there are some in Washington who want to have a serious conversation, an honest conversation with the American people, and a transparent one when it comes uh, to things like Social Security. Uh, really pleased to have joining us Eris Foley uh, is a congressional reporter for The Hill. Uh, she works uh, closely and covers the federal budget and annual appropriations process, among other things. And she has a great piece in The Hill uh, talking about this Senate group that is waiting in, to the hard conversations, the crucial conversations about Social Security. And uh, Eris. thanks for joining us on the program today.
2: No, likewise. Thanks for having me. Uh,
1: So let's let's get into this. This is one, obviously, there was a lot of hoopla about the State of the Union and uh, the president goading the Republicans, and Republicans, of course, taking the bait and, you know, back and forth on anything that didn't really matter in the end. But there are a group of serious senators uh, that seem to be saying – yeah, we really do have to have a conversation about this. Tell us what you're hearing. Uh, what is what is some of that slow behind the scenes work that hopefully is starting to take shape?
2: Right. I guess, you know, the emphasis probably is is a little bit on slow. Uh, there haven't <laughs> been a lot of details that have come out about what uh, this group of senators are working on. But they are what we are seeing is a, a bipartisan effort in the Senate. Among lawmakers to try and hash out a potential framework for a plan to extend solvency for Social Security, and uh, there have been, you know, some ideas that have come out, and there's some discussion about the retirement age, discussion about uh, the uh, taxable wage cap, and, and those are ideas that have kind of been around for a while and, and can be very hard, especially in a, a Congress where one party leads control of both chambers. So right. in an invited Congress can especially uh, have problems garnering enough support. But I think what people are really excited about that are involved in discussions this time around are some of the more unique ideas that have come up in conversation lately.
1: Yeah. And so let's dig into those. We know that the uh, report, and you referenced this in your piece uh, released by the Congressional Budget Office earlier, saying that the Social Security Trust Fund could run out of money by 2032, a year earlier than they had uh, maybe even been anticipating. And so I think it is going to take a little bit of creativity beyond some of those uh, things that have been around for a while, as you mentioned, in terms of raising the the retirement age and so on, what are some of the more unique things uh, that are at least being floated out there?
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.
2: Right. And we've been hearing some conversation on Capitol Hill around about what some people are calling a sovereign wealth fund. I know some senators have taken issue with, with that terminology and, and have more so kind of described it as a as an investment fund that would kind of operate similar to uh, what we are seeing right now with the, the railway retirement fund that would help shore up funds for the program. And there's been some reporting on this. Again, it's Talks are still very early, but there have been you know, some, some, there's been some coverage about uh, potential ideas that could serve as a backup plan uh, if the fund fell short of a certain percent in return that includes increasing the maximum taxable wage and, um, taxable income as well as the, the payroll tax rate. But again, those ideas uh, those ideas can have trouble. Um, especially in the divided Congress yeah, and making I, it pass. So yeah. I think they're still working out the kinks right now we're seeing.
1: Yeah. And uh, we know that will only get uh, kinkier, uh, I think, as the, <laughs> as we get closer to the 2024 <laughs> election cycle, I think is going to make all of that super hard, which is why I think some of this work uh, from this group of senators of whatever it is, five or six or seven of them that seem to be serious about having a serious conversation um, anything else that's on the horizon that you're seeing uh, from this group or even some of the comments from of the, from some of the centers. I know they've been very tight-lipped about uh, most of their, their talks, uh, but anything else you're sensing on the horizon there?
2: Right. I mean, I think it was interesting that uh, lawmakers on both sides have kind of talked about how tough it can be to have these conversations. I spoke to Senator Rounds recently, who's been involved in talks, and he kind of spoke a little bit about the presidential politics and how the coming 2024 election could potentially jeopardize uh, conversations and, and make it tougher for people to really want to, to stick their neck out behind uh, potential change to endorse for, for Social Security and how unfortunate, um, you know, they those involved in talks feel that could maybe have when it comes to maybe hampering progress. But but there, I mean, there is an appetite on the Senate and a Senate uh, on both sides. We saw that Mitt Romney said that they might see a bill later this year. I spoke to Cassidy earlier today, and he said that, you know, that definitely is a possibility. So we could see this legislation come out in the coming months, but whether it would pass or even be brought to a floor vote at this time, given the current political environment you have Trump coming out and talking about social security you have Biden coming out talking about social security it's already dominating a lot of focus right now on the campaign trail so it's something that you know it, it remains to be seen entirely it, even though some experts would say that we're still pretty you know we, we some experts would say that we're we're, we're pretty late and seeing any changes to social security this is something that Congress could have tried to work out decades ago, there are some lawmakers who think that it might be better to kind of put this off until after the 2024 cycle, when we're a little bit closer to that deadline and there's more pressure on Congress to act. Yeah,
1: that, that always seems to be the uh, the, the main thing. We either got to raise maximum pressure uh, or know that the uh, the jet fuel is uh, warmed up and ready to go at Reagan uh, <laughs> International and people are ready to get out of town. Uh, and, and that seems like where we, where we end up is we, we either have to have a you know, a a crisis, a catastrophe, an Armageddon moment of one form or another uh, to get people to actually lean in. As you mentioned, this is something that could have been done uh, a long time ago. And as with most things in Washington, if you can put it off, you you put it off twice uh, just to prove that you can. Uh, But then the stakes get higher. And sadly, what I think ends up happening is we end up with a lot more of the political rhetoric around it uh, rather than some of these Creative solutions, I think he, I think you lose some of that creativity when you get down to okay we, we've got to do it by Friday or you know the sky's going to fall uh, you lose a lot of the creativity when you end up with this uh, really a fake fight and a false choice in the end
2: right no I, I think a lot of senators uh, on both sides might uh... You know you might find some agreement there
1: <laughs> <laughs> i I'm, I'm uniting the parties today is <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, I think right. they all get there so as as you mentioned there there may be something uh coming out I think that would be fantastic. I think that would be good uh before we get to the end of this year um anything else you're watching or any other indicators where you think oh maybe we maybe we will have a serious conversation about this
2: I think we're just we're seeing again there there is appetite in both chambers we know that even Republicans. Um, on the House side have been, if not talking about uh, tying Social Security reforms to the, li- uh, the debt limit fight that we're seeing right now, that's really largely um, kind of it's expected to be carried out more so between the House and, and the White House. Uh, you know, there there is still some talk among some Republicans who say, hey, a lot of the problems that they feel that they're seeing on when it comes to spending is on the mandatory side. And that, of course, deals with entitlements like Social Security. So there have been some conversations about potentially forming a bipartisan committee. But there is a lot of distrust also among Democrats who, you know, are not entirely open to engaging in conversations right now with Republicans and um, say that the party, you know, they they feel distrustful and skeptical that the party will go beyond uh, proposals to more so draw down uh, benefits as opposed to focusing on the tax side, which I think is where you see a lot more Democrats kind of lining up behind when it comes to proposals.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, of course, the, the real thing that every, every side should be thinking about is if nothing gets done, then the poor and the most vulnerable are going to get hurt in the most when there's nothing but – draconian moves left uh, to keep things moving on. And those kind of cuts, uh, as I said, are going to really hurt the poor and the, the most vulnerable the most. Eris uh, Foley, uh, congressional reporter for The Hill, great piece in the com today. And I appreciate your perspective. This is one we're going to keep our eye on. It's one we've got to get to. Uh, and hopefully there'll be the courage, uh, not just the politics, to actually get it done. Eris, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Alright, what's we'll up aside for one last commercial break? When we come back, some final thoughts on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two friends
2: taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
0: Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a
2: stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything.
0: It was violent, it was